0: But not for the Huffington Post. For the last nine months of the campaign, HuffPo added a postscript disclaimer to every article about Trump, identifying him as a, quote, serial liar, rampant xenophobe, racist, birther, and bully, who has repeatedly pledged to ban all Muslims, 1.6 billion members of an entire religion, from entering the U.S., A year ago, BuzzFeed editors permitted their news staff to refer to the Republican hopeful as a, quote, mendacious racist. And Washington Bureau Chief John Stanton says that privilege hasn't been revoked. If he pursues policies that are racist, if he says things that are racist, we will not shy away from saying it's such. And if someone says racist things or does racist things or is proposing policies that are based in some sort of a race-based kind of notion, then, I mean, that's what they believe in, so they should own it, frankly. HuffPo and BuzzFeed felt good about themselves for calling a thing by its name and perhaps made many readers feel validated. But what if something precious is lost in the process, such as precision and trust? On such grounds, no matter what prevarications may be in the offing, NPR, for instance, has no interest in calling Donald Trump a
1: liar. You're right. We did during the campaign explicitly and clearly said that we didn't want to use that word. NPR's Michael Oreskes. We didn't think it added anything to the conversation. I think the most important thing we do as journalists is the reporting the shoe leather, the establishing of accurate facts and the presentation of them. And anything that gets between us and our audiences about that is, to me, less significant. Trust of the public, the credibility question, it's kind of
0: the elephant in the room because it is very clear that large percentages of uh, Trump voters simply discount anything that comes from the so-called mainstream media, and probably NPR in particular, Heaven knows that Republican legislators have been trying to defund NPR for years on various grounds, but uh, the most prominent being that it supposedly has a leftist tilt, that it's partisan. Should we be weighing the risk that by being more direct in our reporting language simply confirms the worst suspicions on the right? about the fairness and integrity and credibility of NPR and the rest of the so-called mainstream media.
1: No, I wouldn't do it for that reason. I would recommend to put the reporting front and center. It's better to be calm in your language and forceful in your facts.
2: I think we need to engage the audiences wherever we find them, and we do that by respecting their intelligence. And respecting their intelligence means putting what we know out there in front of them, and instead of just asserting things and asking them to trust our judgments on it.
0: Kathleen Carroll is executive editor of the Associated Press, which also will shy away from the L word. To counter false narratives, it will rely, as always, on fact checks.
2: I mean, the AP's done fact checks on candidates since you and I were both small children, but what we did differently in the last campaign, and particularly in this one, was move those from being an exclusively separate fixture to adding more of that fact check material into the stories themselves to making sure that the fact checks were completely proximate to whatever was being uttered, like in the same sentence.
0: On the theory that facts are, you know illuminating, and that there's a robust demand for them. But this election was a bear market for documentable reality.
3: We're fact-checking, and we're fact-checking, and we're fact-checking. And the audience, in a loud and bold way, is saying it doesn't matter to us.
0: MSNBC's daytime managing editor, Rashida Jones.
3: We did so many focus groups during this election where we talk about the fact that there were gaps between truth And what they were hearing, and the responses were resoundingly, it doesn't matter to us because we care about this other thing that our candidate is going to do.
0: The MSNBC newsroom continued to truth squad the race, of course.
3: Even though it made us, in many cases, the villain in some people's eyes, because we were attacking, we were targeting, when in actuality we were doing our jobs.
0: Ah, villainy, disgusting, dishonest, corrupt, unfair partisans, viciously, well, you've seen it quoting Trump verbatim. The media aren't a fourth estate, but a fifth column of subversives hell-bent on making America ungreat. At Trump's rallies, angry followers jeered at the journalists, cursed them, spat on them, even as the media gave Trump...